is a little bit different. What's going to start is you're basically sitting on this uh, chair, mm -hmm. and you're watching TV, mm. and the TV is going to be flipping through different types of channels and stuff, and we're going to be all the way behind you. Um, and mm. this is like the dancing is kind of going to change to that. So 22-year-old Toronto-based filmmaker Prod Rajwat sits on the worn blue fabric of a couch in the basement of the community centre he works in. He uses this space with its dual monitors and editing software as an office for his film endeavours. Today, he is directing a young dancer in a short video they have been collaborating on for a few weeks. All these cool glitches are going to happen, then we'll add in post. And I'm going to direct you through the movements when we're outside. We're going to choreograph it to like what move to do when and stuff. And that's mainly your mind, because I can't, I'm not a dancer. Mm. Um, so I'll show you, um, this is the track, this is the song we're going to do. It's a really rough take, it's not finished yet, um, but basically one song after the other. As a young aspiring filmmaker, finding a space for your voice in the film scene is difficult. Add to that navigating the difficulties of being an Indian immigrant, attempting to reconcile your dual identities, and things get even more difficult. For Praj, who moved from India to Canada in the sixth grade, this is his life. Praj is on a journey to find a space for his voice in the Toronto film industry, and today we are taking a closer look at the process. When I was in high school, I did a small uh, class project where we made like this little short parody um, trailer for an English project, and it was just me and my friends, and it was like a parody. It was supposed to be on Othello, and we like we really really stretched what the assignment was and made like a Matrix um, trailer and tied it into Othello. It was really, it was a really far stretch, but it was like the most fun I've ever had. I was like, this is so much fun. We were just like making stuff and it was with my group of friends. So I always had the idea that I want to do something where we get to make stuff like videos and I get to work with my friends. I went to school for um, something in STEM and then I decided to drop out and just start working on set. School, I don't think was the best um, environment for me to kind of thrive in. Um, I was always skipping classes and exams and lectures and like trying to find loopholes and tricks to like get out of things and constantly like lying to my parents and just trying to figure out ways to avoid my like life at that point until I just realized like why am I doing all this like I don't care about any of this and like it was like a whole weight lifted off my shoulder after I dropped out I was like man I can do anything now. It was after dropping out that Praj found opportunity and friends in the creative field. Uh, so I met Praj um, when I w we were both part of the Real Asian um, Film Festival's Unsung Voices program. Uh, it's basically a program for youth, Asian youth, who are not obviously represented in film and television and media, um, and it gives them the opportunity to make their first short film. Um, and collaborate with other Asian youth in order to sort of get the skills they need for filmmaking and uh, find creative partners to work with. And that's where I met him and we became friends and also we do creative projects together. And um, I usually produce and he does the directing as well as um, any of the sort of on-set work is all him, the technical side, the editing. After becoming involved in the Real Asian Film Festival, he got the chance to, for the first time in his professional career, create a short film. Bali Singh, his debut short, written, directed, and starring Praj, would later be featured at the TIFF Next so Wave Film tonight. Festival. Um, I, was, I was wondering if uh, maybe, maybe, maybe we could go together as a, as a, like, a unit. Um, we could go to the party, um, go, uh, 
up and uh, uh, get to walk there together. Um, basic Sikh teenager who feels like um, his turban is uh, stopping him from getting um, this girl and then she basically uh, the story ends with um, him seeing the girl with the turban dude and he's like oh shit that wasn't it at all um, and he like disguises his turban by wearing a beanie and I used to have one of my best friends in um, uh, university would do this it wasn't I don't think he was doing it to disguise it but he would just always wear I would okay. I would I would wear a beanie all the time. Um, back in the day, I was rocking that beanie style, those beanie hipster vibes. Um, and he would always make fun of me for it. He's like, "Oh, you're wearing a beanie, na na na." And then he would wear a beanie over his turban, and I was like, "What the fuck is the point of that? There's literally no purpose for this." And I'm like, "How can you talk shit about me wearing a beanie when you pull this kind of shit?" So I was like, "This is ridiculous." Uh, and then so I made a movie on him, basically. Um, so I made that, and um, I consulted him before I made it. I didn't tell him it was about him, but I was like, hey, I'm making this movie about uh, the Sikh dude. I'm like, do you think people are going to get offended or blah, blah, blah? And he's like, no, nah, it's going to be fine. Um, I think um, I really like stories, again, that are people-driven, kind of start underdogs. Um, I write about what I know, so Asian experiences and just, um, I guess, immigrant stories, but usually just people who aren't, like, your typical hero kind of just normal people or less than that, um, below average people. I don't know if that's nice to say. But uh, just like your typical kind of losers in, um, in the world or like people that view people as losers, just like not the most popular. Um, kind of like really people-oriented stories that have a lot of heart, that make you feel good. Um, really, the, everything has like a hint of comedy in it. I don't think I could ever do something like really serious or dramatic because... I just don't see life that way, and I feel like I have to put a joke in there. Um, not to undercut the tension, but just to give it a sense of realism, because I think life is kind of like that. Despite the confidence he gained from the local success of his first short film, a film that brought his experiences as an Asian man to the forefront, being a man of color trying to find footing in the film industry is not without its racially charged challenges. I remember when I went to that rain dance pitching competition, and I was sitting with one of the industry um, judges, who was a white guy, and um, this guy came up to me, and he was very clearly drunk, and um, he was like, yo, I love that pitch. Um, he's like, you gonna have like Bollywood dancing in it? And I'm like, uh, I'm probably, it's probably not that Bollywood. And then he did like the traditional, like like the really racist like Bollywood derp, 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 and like did the dance movement and just walked away. And I was kind of just like, wait, did that did that just happen? Because um, it was it was like such a like stereotypically racist white thing to do. I was like, wait, I thought you only see that in movies. So I wasn't even offended. I was just like, wait, that was so weird. And then the industry judge I was talking to, like, he's like, oh my god, um, we're just gonna put that in other things white people do. Um, and then we just continued talking. We just laughed about it. Raj is hopeful nonetheless, his passion for film seemingly unshaken. I think um, I'm pretty young right now and my portfolio doesn't have um, enough work uh, that I can like kind of go to a studio and be like, hey, look at all this work, like hire me. Um, so my main focus right now is making more portfolio pieces that are really like stunning. He continues to work on small film projects whenever and however he can, infusing his experiences and interests into creative works.
that kind of vision is, I think, very rare in filmmaking. Like, just going with the flow, using the resources that you have around you. Um, and I think that's also what makes him, like, a really good director. And, yeah, he's just meant for film. He's meant to be a filmmaker, a storyteller.